man, she just wants to wrap me up because <laughs> she thinks I am awesome, you know? seat at the table it is lunchtime in rome tonight is episode 153 entitled affection do you love a hug yes do you need your loved ones to say i love you every time you hang up the phone how much do you need affection where did it come from did you always get it have you never had it what do you do when you don't get that need met so pull up a chair at the table and join us first time listeners please subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, please take our relational needs questionnaire. It's a wonderful thing to understand yourself better and other people. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans twelve fifteen says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes or so of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime in Rome. Happy 4.20. Oh, is that today? Yeah. It's today. All day. April wow. 20th. The Just another day. at the BP, when I was getting air in my tires, were celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's also Hitler's birthday today. Ironically. Really? Yeah. See, I, I just don't know things. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Ah, uh, no. Not I mean, anymore. It's no. I don't know why I know that. Um, or I made it up, and maybe it's a, his birthday is a I, I trust different you. day. I, I trust I you. I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I I will I start I'll, I will apologize. I interrupted your your intro. You asked if That's I okay. needed a hug, and I answered. Do you need a hug? Well, I, no. I do. I. I don't right now. I'm, I'm good. But do I love a hug, I guess, is how you phrased it. And yes. So as we get into affection tonight, I'll, I'll be... That's that's high on my list of, of emotional needs. I don't think I knew that. I don't excited. think I knew that either. Yeah. It's pretty... It's not my highest, but it's it's up there. Huh. Um, so... We're good friends. It's good. <laughs> Hitler's birthday is today, by the way, April 20th. Man. And Chris needs a hug. Yep. And Chris needs a hug. That's the details. Hitler Where, probably could have used a couple. Right. <laughs> And that's it for the pod. That's, that's it was it was good while it lasted, wasn't it? Um, my uh, yeah. So I've got you know goods and bads happening in my life. I'm going to start with a bad. I wasn't here last week to talk about it, but two weeks ago I talked about our dog Willow. Aww. I know it's going to be a big downer. Uh, she passed away. Um, all, well, about a week and a half ago now. Yeah, and um. It was it was kind of sudden. Like obviously we knew she was sick, but it all just went down rather quickly. She had pancreatitis, mm. I think is the correct term, which basically meant means her pancreas went bad and she couldn't process food properly. And and it just she you know it was just a sad yeah. it was a sad end for a pup that like she really was like a puppy to the end. Like she was full of life and. Yes, I complained about her because she could be really annoying and mischievous and troublesome. But she, she was really adorable, and I, for that first week especially, I had a really hard time with it. Mm -hmm. I did like way harder than I thought because there have been. Let me 
listen, there have been so many times over the past, I don't know how many years that I've thought, when that dog is dead, <laughs> I don't know that I will miss her yeah. because she has caused me so much trouble. Her more than Zelda? I don't. They go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Because I kind of thought they were the same dog twice. <laughs> right. They kind of are. Okay. Yeah. But except so for the, the eye thing. thing right? yeah. the, <laughs> the big difference besides got, the she, she just for those of you who don't know Zelda has like a rotten grape hanging from her eye and it's gotten bigger. It's like a beagle thing. <laughs> like it's always they, there. There's these growths, these benign growths that they have, and she happens to have one. Like yeah, it's right, massive. Like, it's. <laughs> was Zelda kind of strutting around like y'all didn't think I was going to be the one still around? <laughs> did you? Seth actually, or Seth, my brother, um, my son Ben, not my brother Seth. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Uh, ben actually said, "Yeah, I really didn't think it was going to go well, down you, this you way." You said because it was so sudden too, like it, yeah. had, like it was like a switch flipped, and and that's yeah, tough. that's tough. yeah. Because it is Zelda worst. that has slowed down over the years, yeah. and you know has a hard time, you know just getting up out of bed she's mm-hmm. always you know stiff-legged and and oh there's a little limp and she has trouble getting down the stairs whereas willow was just up 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 all over the place but uh yeah so that's the worst it's it's it was sad for us um i think for amy and i more than the kids amazingly which mm-hmm. was a weird part of it because the kids grew up with her right more but, than three-fourths of their lives yeah but both of them, I mean, Ish. and we didn't ignore, you know, we're trying to engage with their needs and, and have conversations about it. But they're like, you don't want to overdo it like we always talk about. You, if if they're not sad, you don't want to be like, oh, you should be sadder. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. They, they <laughs> What is wrong with you? Handled it pretty well. And, and me and, and, and Amy, to some extent, were just like, oh, this is way sadder than we thought it would be. Yeah. So that was hard. Yeah. Um, the good is, though, I mean, other than that... I am just living life and just like enjoying the process right now. My anxiety has been really down. I feel like I'm on top of things. I'm busy. We're getting ready for um, Patty's longest day, yeah, which is a disc golf tournament this year to celebrate uh, Amy's mom's memory. And um, you know, we did our our concert. At the it was the year after she died. We did the first Patty's longest was that day, 2018, I think, something like that. Might have even been the summer of 2017. I would think 17, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she passed away in, in January of 2017. I'm pretty sure it was okay. that first okay. year. Yeah. yeah. So Tall summer. Trees Amphitheater. Still on YouTube. It's a great place. Yeah. That was oh, awesome. Is yeah. it? I'll have to check it out sometimes. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a great event. We haven't done anything since. It's been five years. So uh, this year it's a disc golf tournament. And then, you know, as you guys all know, because you're all helping with it and everything. And, and we just, it's just sort of been occupying my mind and all the all the little details getting it ready but it's been it's been really good so yeah well i got some new discs to to oh, use there nice too. yeah i was throwing throwing a couple earlier tonight and, where'd you uh, go uh just up the, the panels at the high school <laughs> Poop field? Poop field. <laughs> yeah at the high school that's a great i love it it's just a great place to go through it's close to me it's um, been busy lately there's been a lot of yeah, people a lot of activity there. which is nice yeah, I mean, if you don't care you're just like hey uh, look out I'll hit somebody. This comes flying in. (laughs) Almost hit you last week. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) That was great. I showed Um, you. I went and got that disc. And you did, and I appreciate that. That was probably (laughs) one of the highlights of my week. Oh, that's too bad. Walking in on Sunday with that disc, it was like, oh, because I didn't throw well on the day we went out. Saturday. Friday. I didn't want to say anything. Friday. You're right. Oh, I sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. But I, I enjoyed myself. I had a lot on my mind. You know, there's it's it's been a heavy week, heavy couple weeks, mm. and um, 
for you know various reasons and and good and bad but um you know i just it was nice to get out last friday morning with you gentlemen and um just just walk and and i didn't i mean at one point i just didn't care i was like whatever right. so um and a good drive on 18 had a good drive on 18 i did um I, I also want to talk about ethan or the musical this coming weekend mm. because i'm really excited about that ethan is so excited about it he's uh-huh. one of the leads they're doing uh, um what is it little women. little women little women yeah and he's he's one of the leads and i i saw some pictures i try not to in the play that he was in earlier this year i try not to really ask him about it or, or look into it too much at all i just want to be really surprised and you know have everything be genuine so i haven't heard him sing but he has mm. singing parts and so i'm really really excited to see him and, and are you nervous no i'm not all right it's so no. interesting to like see him in that element yeah because like it really he, is he's not a real animated guy no <laughs> you know and he, he doesn't control right. the room when he walks in <laughs> no he, you're like oh ethan when no, did you but, get here but, well, about a half hour ago i was <laughs> here before you got here he's extre- he's extremely serious about what he what he's doing with yeah. it though and he, they've put in so much practice these kids have practiced so much and so i, I think that's why i'm not nervous and and also he he's he's just really excited and i just want to join him in that excitement and i can't wait to see bella and um and lily and you know it's it it's just the work that they've put into it i, I think i also the last thing i'm going to talk about is my, my my ford it's been gone now oh. for a month uh i took it into a mechanic to get a new transmission and it's a it, transmission's a big job and i knew up front that it was probably going to be a longer process but the the mechanic is a master mechanic i have no reason to doubt his his skills but he ran into some issues, um, so he's trying to get to the bottom of it right now. But the point is, I haven't had it for a month, but at the same time, like I haven't missed it. Like I miss driving it because I love that car. But I ha- we haven't been like, oh, you know, we're we're out of luck. We can't we- go here. We can't go there. Right now, I'm heading to Dallas next week, and I'm kind of like, well, I need a car to take out to the airport, or somebody's gonna have to drive me. Mm, so be fun. yeah, like I'd like it back by then. You know, at that point, it'll be like a month and a half. So it'd be nice to have it back. That's a long yeah. time. It is a long time. Yeah. But again, like I really haven't seemed to miss it too much. So right. yeah. hallelujah. Hey, I encourage everybody to uh, get tickets. Uh, it's early in the week still. Yeah. And that's midweek at this point. And when you go to the website, you're like, oh, wow, there are not a lot of tickets sold. Yeah. And that was actually Bella's comments last night before bed. What if nobody shows up? Mm-hmm. And for all the drama that's going on in the world, but specifically even Penn Hills with the the name change uh, they're throwing up an idea to change the name from the Indians. And I look online and there's 200 comments and there's a hundred comments on a different page on the whole thing. And I said to Todd last night, I said, I can, you know, goes, and I can make an argument, Todd said, for why they should switch it. And I can make an argument why they shouldn't switch it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have the definitive argument that wins overall. And he, and he goes, yeah, but still I went, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> I said, it didn't have to be now. I said, it's a terrible uh, PR move mm. now. Yeah. Hmm. I say all that to say this. For everybody who is so passionate that we should keep the name Indians and so passionate that we should get our finances in order and so passionate they need to get the school in order before they start tackling nicknames or they're so passionate on behalf of 
uh, the district that we need to have a better nickname. Hey, how about you be passionate about the kids who have put in hundreds yeah. of hours hundreds, yeah. and teachers and volunteers who have put in hundreds of hours and show up yep. and say whatever they do is great because it will be great. And unlike you, Brian, I am nervous. <laughs> Are you? I am nervous just because. And again, I've never heard Bella screw up mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Right. She, she bangs out everything she she's, does. She's phenomenal. Right. And I'm like, if she screws up, it will be the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. heart will go through the ground yeah. and she will be distraught. And, and, you know, I have no reason to believe she will. I even said to her a week ago, I said, where are you right now? You know, she said, we went through the whole thing beginning to end. She's like, oh, it was good. I said, where are you in your performance? I said, how do you feel? And she goes, oh, I feel good. She goes, I don't have it locked down. And I can't flip the switch yet, but mm-hmm. I'm close. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's even talking like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. She knows where it is, but still, I'm just like, I, I, my, I, yeah. my, goal, my goal is always to be more like Brian. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> I wow. want to be able to just be there in the moment yeah. and not be like, I don't know what the next line is, but hope she doesn't screw it up. Yeah. Isn't that like sad and frustrating, though, that that's what your brain does? I don't mean just you, but because I, you know, I experienced that, too. But like. There's no reason to be nervous. There's nothing that, you know, and yet... Oh, there's a reason. Okay, there's reason. To, okay. <laughs> but there's no evidence. You know what I mean? Like you were saying, she's never screwed up. She's never... And why can't it, like why can't you wait? Right. If there's going to be a screw up, why, why can't worry? you wait for Why it? is worrying yeah. over something right. that you can't control a thing? I, well, that's a deeper... I, go ahead. Well, I come back to the Tom Brady throws interceptions. You know, like, like right. that's my philosophy. Like, if you mess up, you move on. And, and it sucks to mess up, but people are going to mess up and you just hope that they don't but if they do okay that that's that happened and i even before the play this fall i preloaded uh that whole thing with her and um bailey the guy that she mm-hmm. was in um mary poppins with the her comedic cohort mm-hmm. i said you know true acting doesn't really begin until somebody screws up and you have to adapt mm, to it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just reciting and, and kind of interpreting. But like when somebody screws up and you're like, well, we got to find a way to get through this <laughs> yeah. and fill right. the next line. Like that's when it's on. So like even if you screw up, okay, great. How do you get out of it? Right. Because right. I'm preloading that because I don't want her to beat herself up so bad. Right. So How do you not get hung up on it? Right. That, that definitely. That's a thing. So the musical is this Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. at uh, 730, I think, showtime starts. And then it's also next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then a matinee on Sunday just for, yeah, you Yeah, if know, you Google Ben Hill's online. musical. Yeah. I think we're going you. next Saturday. There you go. Yeah. 30th. Sounds good. So that's that's just sort of a lot of what's going on with that. Um, you know, I, I went through a period a couple of weeks ago where, you know, I, I've shared on the podcast I was under attack. And it's so crazy. As soon as that door closes and you're like, okay, I think we're past that and everything else. And then, boom, it's not me. It's just a lot of people around me. Mm-hmm. And it has been, I mean, I got an email yesterday, a text yesterday about some work issues from Jan. And I only knew some of the details. And she was asking me for advice. And I said, look, I'm in the middle of a dumpster fire. I'm going to have to ask you to make somebody a phone call and handle this. And she was like, sorry, no problem. But, like, I had zero margin. It was like, yeah. I got no more room. Right. And so we're sifting through that. But it's fun to do that. But I will conclude my update with the fact that Rachel and I had a conversation this morning and you know, we, we talk a lot. I don't know if you know this about emotional needs ah. and Eric Rachel, and I were, Rachel, Rachel's very into it. She is. She is. She is. She would rather not. Right. But she is. <laughs> and Eric and I talked about on Saturday, how hard it is in the moment to identify the hurts or the needs not met or, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And so this morning, Rachel and I had probably a good half hour conversation that was as open and honest 
and vulnerable. And we both mutually gave and we said, look, I know that's what, you know, this was my intention, but I understand it made you feel this way, but here's my, and it it was like, a, I would have, except for the topic, I would have loved to have recorded it because yeah. it would have been a master's class. It was mm. one of the first times I felt like we were both on point, mm. both giving grace, listening, hearing, meeting. Mm. It was phenomenal. That's awesome. I celebrate it was, that. And my, I just did a pre-marriage teaching with uh, Lucas and Courtney, two former volleyball players of mine who are getting married. And I said to them, now look. That is 12 years. Rachel and I have been working at this. I said, so you guys are already doing great. It's a, lo- it's a long road to go. <laughs> I said, it is a long road. But it was kind of awesome. That is awesome. I celebrate that, man. Um, I'll try to be quick. Um, so right, n- <laughs> right now, <laughs> I'm going through one of those seasons where I, like, I, I feel like I'm drowning a little bit. No. Um, I have a lot of things that I'm trying to catch up on and finish and put a period at the end of the sentence on. In general or at work or? Uh, work, side stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why, like, I totally forgot about the, the disc stamp. Yeah. You know. Um, Which is beautiful, it's great. by the way. It's great. Yeah. It's not what I want it to be. I'm going <laughs> to make a better one next year. But, like, you know, it's, it's one of those, I didn't, I didn't get to spend the time that I wanted to on it. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about it. So. For Patty's longest day. Yeah. Um, so there, there is that, and there's, you know, we, right before we got COVID back in January, Amy and I had planned like a little getaway trip. We still haven't been able to get away. Still gotten away. And we're getting away, but it's still like a month away. And I'm like just jonesing to get away and get some R&R, you know, and not have to wake up to, uh, toddler you know right by the side of your bed every morning you know what i mean like just just waiting for a little bit of a break a little bit Mm -hmm. of a breather and so i'm just feeling that and i just can't wait for that but i'm ready i'm just ready to have that um and it's not here and it's like yeah will it ever get here yeah right and you don't want to wish your life away but eh, a month would be good yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can wait a month of my life (laughs) uh but the good thing is uh easter we got maggie uh a bicycle with yeah, training wheels on it. Oh, cool! And she has just taken it, taken to it so well. Nice. Like she's just going. It's awesome, and it's really fun. You just let her drive right around the whole neighborhood. Yeah, we, we went. Yeah, yeah. download. Let her go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She knows how to use the coaster brake and everything. She's on the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> but she she does just go. She doesn't know how to really stop. But she's learning how to turn. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and learning direction. Has she biffed which yet? Is good. Not yet. Yeah, not Put that yet. wheel a little hard and not hit over yet. on the right She's shoulder. Cl- close, close, but not at a high speed today, yeah. which you know would have been a good lesson at you know not a high speed. But it's just so much fun to watch her and like. She's just like, it's just pure joy. Yeah, you know, and it's just awesome to watch. Just curious what parents do these days, but helmet, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, knee pads. Nah, nothing. Okay, let's make her stronger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The more she cries, the better. That's right. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> I was going to here. Here's what it isn't. I was going to say if she cries, you could give her a hug. Oh, oh she won't want one for me though. <laughs> I don't think Maggie's high on Chris affection. Well, uh, but actually that would be comfort. So that's why I was ah. a little confusing. But we have talked uh, in the past. We've already have one in the books. We are taking, for lack of a better term, deep dives. 
into each of the emotional needs. Uh, you want to check out our first one, which was acceptance. And that was probably episode 150 would be my guess. Ish. Ish. I wonder if it was. Anyhow. Probably titled. It probably is titled acceptance. Yeah. As this one is titled affection. Yep. And what we're doing is looking into the emotional need. Why do you have it? What is it? How do you get it met? All that kind of fun stuff. So that people can reference it looking backwards. 149. 149. There it is. So this one seems like this should take us. We're 20 minutes into the podcast. Feels like it should take about three to four minutes. <laughs> we'll bang this out. We'll take as deep of a dive as we can. You're but welcome, Duke. There's more to it than you think. Oh, I love I love the outline, man. Like it, it's it's comprehensive and and there's a lot of points that I think are are really valid that I'm excited to talk. Starting about. with the definition, what is it? Expressing, if I may, expressing care and closeness through physical touch, saying I love you or I care about you. This is both physical and verbal. And I think that's a good thing to look at as we begin that you might have gotten it verbally growing up. Like in my situation, Mm -hmm. my family was a big I love you family. Mm -hmm. Love you, love you, love you. All that kind of fun stuff. Not a big hug, Mm -hmm. not a big, you know, physical affection family. Yeah. And so I do have a high need for affection, especially in that regard. Rachel. Didn't have the verbal, didn't have the physical, yeah, and except for the closest of loved ones, mm-hmm. has very little need for affection. Mm-hmm. So it can be separated. It's not both. Mm-hmm. You might you might be the kind of person that has to hear "I love you" but doesn't want to hug. Mm-hmm. That would actually be Rachel. Well, and I would. Mm-hmm. So affection isn't real high on my list, and I I'm a big "I love you" guy, but I feel like it's more about acceptance making sure everything's okay mm-hmm. or, and, may, or and maybe or emotional security or, or emotional yeah right so it's not it's not so much of, of affection with me it's just like i like whenever i say like i love you to amy on the way out like i, I need to hear you say it so right. i know we're cool and then you know I'm like, Abs- I'm, absolutely I'm, yeah. it is that yeah. is not affection <clears throat> right that is reassurance, which is in the security slash acceptance family. Interesting. You got me rethinking my whole <laughs> my whole need here. You need hugs for acceptance. Yeah, maybe and insecurity. And yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way it feels. I just like what it indicates. <laughs> well, that's actually true. I mean, that that's what we're saying. Yeah, you don't like the you don't necessarily get the warm fuzzies when she says "I love you." You get relief. Mm. Yeah. Well, it also depends on the well, moment. Yeah. But certainly. yeah. And so we started going to what with each emotion lead, we want to say, well, what, why does somebody have that need? And I started that by saying, you know, I had part of it met, but not all of it met. Right. But Rachel didn't have any of it met, but she doesn't have that need. Yeah. Others had like, you know, Rachel very easily could have the hugest need. Yeah. Yeah. Making up for lost time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was never loved, never hugged, never yeah. whatever else. So, and spoiler alert as we go through all the emotional needs, that's true of each and every one. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can have it, the need, because it has always been met, or you could have the need because it's never been met. Yeah. Um, I would say, and I, I don't even definitively know the answer to this, but you could have, say, a small need, say on our scale, 10 is the highest, negative 10 is the lowest. Maybe you got a two, you know, and your highest ones are seven, eight, whatever else. But if you're in a relationship where it's not getting met at all, I think that need could increase. Mm. Yeah. But predominantly, it's the way you were raised. Yeah. 
So how do we meet affection? How about verbally? I think that is one of the ways. We did say <laughs> there's two ways. There's verbally and physically. I like the second one, um, written expressions. And this actually met a need of mine. I had taken a trip. I don't really want to go into what that trip was for. But Amy had filled my, let's call it a business trip. And Amy had filled my suitcase. Okay, I just want you to know, yeah. from a communication <laughs> yeah, slash podcast perspective, I know. everybody right now is going, where the hell did he go? You, you guys know where They are not thinking agent? about affection. They're not thinking <laughs> yeah. about Amy. They're like, no, why would he not want to share? Well, Amy put notes in. It was so a business-related trip. Business-related trip. You guys know where I went. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, music, musical, you know, stuff. And... Uh, but Amy had packed my suitcase with all kinds of funny notes, um, and it was great. And it, like I awesome. felt very comforted, yeah, and very you cool. know, gave me confidence. And yeah, you know, it was great. It was awesome. Nice. That's interesting, though. So that wouldn't be for somebody that's high on acceptance. Again, I guess it's 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 kind of like a. Well, it's in a that fine case, line. it met his need for affection. Okay. Because he's like, oh, she loves me. She loves yeah. me. Like, it wasn't the, me. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> right. right. Okay. We're okay, good. good. No matter how this goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how this goes, she's still going to love me and mm -hmm. it's all good. Yeah. Right. I'm big on the verbal. I will say that. Right. So underneath verbal, we basically have two things. We have literally verbal. Right. And then basically written slash mm -hmm. typed slash texted. Things you read. Verbal. Which yeah. is, is verbalish. Yeah, but I don't know. Those those hit me really differently. Like the actual verbal. I was thinking through this in my head earlier in prepping for this. For lack of episode. a better term, the audible verbal. The audible verbal. Yes. I commend you for prepping for this. Thank you. Good Thank guy. you. <laughs> um, and how different those two things feel to me, the verbal versus the written. Like written, I mean, that's great. That's awesome. Obviously, that takes time for, for somebody to write a note to you and everything. And yet... It 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 never hits me the same. Like I just I read it and like oh those are nice words that's great. But when like Amy expresses something to me in the moment, mm -hmm. like and I mm -hmm. can see like whatever the glow in her eyes that she's you know like she's expressing yeah. a, a moment of affection, that is huge for me. Mm -hmm. And it's just mm -hmm. so different. And mm -hmm. it's funny that they're like they're <laughs> they're pr pretty much the same category, and yet obviously everybody's you know reacts a little differently to these things. Yeah. I think there's something to be said for that personal in the moment authenticity when you get that like it's authentic and you know that there's a connection there yeah that is 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 powerful and tangible um and I mean obviously again that can come through a written note or something like that but there really is something about looking somebody in the eye and having them say something that just like you know mm -hmm. blows up your soul or just come in for a hug and knowing that they just want to give you a squeeze, you know what I mean? Like it's just that moment well, of that's physical. Oh, whoops! Yeah, I'm getting Which ahead of fine. myself. No, that's fine. But Verbal can lead to physical, but <laughs> I want so to, it's been said. It often does. <laughs> I want to point out a really interesting thing that you said, Chris, because you said ah, the written. Oh, I mean, I appreciate it. It took more time. I think that goes to no. I know it goes to literal like percentages of, of communication. You know, that it's 50% is the body language, 43% uh, yeah. is the tone, and 7% is the written word. Right. Is actually the words that are chosen. You know, because I can say I love you, but if I'm gritting my teeth mm. and it is a really growly voice, you're not going, oh, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, to you, the words alone 
mean less. Yes. Even though it took more time. And given your propensity, you could even be like, man, what does she mean by that? Yeah. You right. know, or why did she do this? Or, you know, whereas, whereas the eye contact, jinx. the body language, yeah. slash the voice tone. It solidifies else, it. Solidifies it and really. I appreciate that heart. analysis. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I still think. So those are the two categories, the actual audible verbal and then the written verbal in whatever way. And I think, just like you said, those are so important, too, if you have a need for affection. Those little notes, mm-hmm. you know, a little text out of nowhere, I love you. Oh, I mean, yeah. that for somebody who needs that, gosh, that's gold. Mm-hmm. And I think it is about the timing as well, Chris. Like you mentioned the timing, like it's all about in the moment. But I think mm-hmm. there's a time like where if you did... Like, cause the timing was there for me. Like I opened up my suitcase, you know, when I was alone in a hotel room, I was like, ah, uh-uh, you know, it was right. great. Yeah. Um, and also it could hit you in the, in the right way. It might take more effort in the words that are chosen to make you feel a little bit more impacted if it was a text or a note. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And like you said, the moment, I mean, and it was a surprise, yeah. I think. Right? Oh, totally. So well, that... she had, like, she had done a couple, like I found one in my, like on my steering wheel because, you know, driving to the airport. But then there was, like, I found like 12. Like, That's awesome. You know, like when I got there, it was it And was so, so it blows funny. you away. It's totally unexpected, which is different than, like, let's say a birthday card, which not, I mean, I love, <laughs> Listen, I don't want to put birthday cards down because they're not a fan. I'm not a fan. No. Okay, but they're but they're also prescribed, right? And right. so you are like, okay, this was nice, but did they mean every word? Is right. it just somebody being? And I'm you know I'm not talking about maybe your spouse, but just whatever. Just you, you know, and how 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 much of this do they say to everybody? You know, are these really special words specifically for me? So it, you know, all those sort of things tend to run through my head. It's why I don't buy, like, I only buy funny cards. And then if I want to, I write a note sure. in there that's personal. Because the, like, the, the pre-written stuff is all generic to me and it's not, I don't know, it's just not genuine. It's Whereas not my words. a spontaneous note of affection can certainly have the most impact is what you're saying by all that. Right. I think this it's important to point out as well when we talk about the successful components of a relationship being mutual giving, open, honest, and vulnerable communication and God at the center. I think there are times when we're in a relationship and God puts some puts another person on our heart, you know, specifically your spouse or whatever, that in that moment, like God put that on Amy's heart, I would bet, to give you that note. Yeah, totally. And so then when you act on that and you say, okay, they might need this right now. Mm-hmm. I may need to say this to her right now. That that's how the God at the center part works. That we often think, it, oh, it's a plaque you put on your living room that says, God's the center of this relationship. You're like, okay, great, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, hey, do they need anything right now? Maybe they need an I love you right now. Mm-hmm. And that's when, boom. And mm-hmm. that's how it can work. And, like, it is incredible when you do that pause, when you do ask that question, you get that answer, and then you go ahead and follow through. And they say, you know what? How did you know I needed that? Mm. How, did I, how did you know that when I opened up my suitcase, I was feeling so detached and separated and alone? Mm-hmm. And those notes made the world to me. And so meant the world to me. Uh, physically, too often I think we think, you know, straight to sex. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's affection. Well, yes. Well, and you can have sex without Typical affection, man. too. Correct. Like sex can be completely affectionless. Yes. Um, but simple ways, you know, I, I broke them into two categories, general, general mm-hmm. affection and intimate affection. I'm big on, 
<laughs> both of those the general and the intimate but like I'm, I'm i'm a hugger you know i i love to you know give people pounds or handshakes or whatever like the, last night you, you walked in your door at your house and like normally i don't i don't give you the handshake you know wraparound hug but i did that last night and right. um i it's just my first instinct. It's what I want to do. And I know that there's people out there like, ugh, you know, like just it's not their thing. And so I do try to be cognizant of that, but I am just a little. Well, and that's that's one of the lessons as we go through this is, you know, are you giving it because they need it? Or are you giving it because you need it? Let me force my affection <laughs> upon you. Yeah. Yeah. And we will touch on that. Yeah. But I mean, the, the rest of the general, <laughs> so to speak, we will, the general things, I mean, it, I mean, a dab, you know, fist, fist bumps, mm-hmm. you know. It's very small, mm-hmm. but that is a connection. That yeah. is, there is mm-hmm. touch, yeah. and, that, and for some people, that's all they want. Yeah, because okay, we're good. Yeah, you know, or it can be a high five. It can be a hug that I, I wrote down as a polite hug. Because mm-hmm. like, if you deny it, like, like if you just like leave them hanging, it's so awkward. It's also, and it can be a real hit to somebody. And this is where I was going with it. Like all these general physical things, like the the light things. That hits me way more in respect. And I know we're not doing respect tonight, but I'm just saying, I'm not sure I, I get a feeling of affection from those as much as, oh, you see me and you, mm. you're respecting me and not, you know, you, you're approaching me mm. to give me a, a, a fist bump or you coming to greet me and shake my hand. I don't know. I don't know well, that I, I get think, affection from I think, that. you know, as, we do, as you do reference respect, respect is, you know, the base level of treatment for another human being. So if they wouldn't at least do that, well, then that would be disrespectful. Right. So, okay, I'm considering it to be respect, but I'm not so sure you're actually giving me affection. But, like, if a guy comes up and gives you a pound and he goes, my man, and gives you a pound in there, you go, okay. Hey, I'm his man. Okay, okay, yeah. You combine a little verbal with the physical. You just got me again, Jay. I <laughs> love it. And I was going to say, and I didn't want to derail from affection, but it, for me, it's also approval belonging. It's, you know, part of the group. You know, right? I'm you a, belong. I belong. You know. Well, things that are commonly known to be affectionate can meet other needs, or not be meeting oh, yeah. affection needs. Yeah. Is exactly what you're saying, and yeah. you're doing a really good job of identifying that because you do have a need for belonging as well. I do, right? And, and so, that's okay, what it is more to me. I'm in the pound club at least. Yeah, okay, right. I'm in right. the pound club. I'm yeah. not quite mm-hmm. into the handshake hug, and we're nowhere near the hug or club, the hug club yet, but. <laughs> Yeah, at and, least I'm in this level. Yeah. And right. that fits with what you said at the top, Jay, about like how, oh, it seems like we could go through affection in three or four minutes because everybody's familiar with affection. Oh, but are they? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but we feel like, okay, we know what affection is yeah. because we do, it's maybe the most visible emotional need that we see. It seems like it's the most obvious. Yes. Right? It's the obvious one that we see everybody doing, but it also, like what you just said, it ties into these other things in our brains. As they most emotional needs do. Well, and also, like, it also hits on my acceptance, like, ah, oh, they gave me a hug. We must be all right. We're still okay. We're yes. still okay. You know, like, whatever. I added on here, you know, polite hugs, and I wrote European kisses. Yeah. Um, for all, the, all those people in London. Well, no, but like Rachel, one of Rachel's best friends, uh, I'll just say it, Michelle, her dad is like, I think, I think Irish Catholic, I think, or is he Italian? I don't know. But like, they went to go see uh, Michelle's daughter in a musical, Bella and Rachel did. And so, you know, this guy, Michelle's dad has known Rachel since she was in junior high school. Mm-hmm. And so she says, hey, this is my daughter, Bella. And he grabs her 
and gives her the biggest kiss cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. So no no lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's like, oh, and he grabs her head and he just pulls <laughs> it in. And like Bella died 2,000 deaths. <laughs> but it is a, it's a, you know, and so you go back to Europe with a kiss on the cheek, kiss on the cheek, yeah. kiss on the other cheek. But there's nothing, you know, he's showing affection. Yeah. He is showing, you know, that you are dear. You yeah. are my, my daughter's best friend's child and you are important to me and I want to care about you. And I mean... He wasn't meeting her need at all right. in that moment. Right. Know? We can throw a thousand emotional needs out, but for him, it's a display of affection. Yeah. And it just, you know, that also just dawned on me, you know, if this is one of your highest emotional needs, these past two years have probably been really tough on you. Catastrophic. Because mm. there's, you know, there hasn't been a lot of that. You know, a lot of people the, haven't been Being discouraged doing... to touch, being yeah. discouraged to get together. Well, and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to go down that road. Warning, warning. <laughs> we may lose Brian. <laughs> yeah. Warning. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get derailed here. I'm just out here. But I do want to point out, like, time. hey, yeah. but I do want to point out for, for those people, you may be wondering why, they are so hurt. They are so down. They are so distraught. It's because, you know, everybody's been told not to be affectionate. And, like, that that's going to hurt a lot. That's effed up. Now, we've all had that moment, like, I put my hand out when I meet somebody, and they give you the, the pounds or the elbow, and you're just like, all right. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. We're having a good okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Irish or Italian and whatever, too, like, it brings up the, the question of, culture you know what i mean like affection in the culture that you were raised and it's you know so all of this would be i mean i'm not sure the 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 types of affection would be different but i think the levels and the amount would vary depending on Mm -hmm. sure you know yeah and then we get into the more intimate which is what most people think of i think especially with husband and wife stuff um relationship uh, affection and that is the more warm embrace hugs and certainly uh, kissing, uh, you know, not European kissing, but right. just, you know, standard North American. <laughs> long looks, you know, like long, deep looks with somebody, too. An affectionate look. Yeah. Interesting. That would be a third category. Would that be physical? That, I mean, it's... That well, it is physical because it's eyes, but your community... That's, that's, to maybe that's another whole category. Yeah, I don't know. But... It's unknowable. And then, <laughs> you know, one might say sex, but one could say making love, mm-hmm. the act of, right. you know, physical, true physical intimacy. Because, again, like a prostitute makes... You know, has sex, but they're not doing that for affection. Not if they're staying professional. Yeah, right. Right. So, so how is how is it not met? How are we hurt by not receiving it? Right. Seems simple. Well, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the cold shoulder. Ugh. Just the coldness. Yeah. Shut down. That that doesn't feel very affectionate. Weaponized intentional absence of it verbally. I love the silent, word weaponized. Silent yep. treatment. Yeah. Um, well, can imagine the "Hey, love you," and no, I love you too. Right. Back. That's what I'm saying. That's what like I couldn't leave the house. That's <laughs> right. Like, we, I can't leave the house. We have to resolve whatever's going on. I'm going on. to die in this spot. <laughs> well, and there it is. I'm. It, speaking of in relationships, it comes up like if you are in an argument with your spouse or whatever, it, ha- having a disagreement, having a, a a all out fight about something, and you want to resolve that or she wants to resolve that but the other you know the the other person isn't really ready to be affectionate again like if one person reaches out and says hey i love you and the other person's just like still too yeah in the moment right, of they anger, literally cannot give you an affection yeah then i mean i'm not sure i'd call that weaponized but it's it's certainly an awkward 
denial of maybe what one partner is needing in that moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I think weaponized is a great word because people do they do take it and use it um, to control, to manipulate, to to deprive. Um, and, and you mentioned also, you know, of it sexually too. Like one of the um, one of the most I think important and powerful things that I heard when Lex and I were going through premarital counseling was not to use sex as a weapon. And I'd never thought about it, but man, I'm glad we heard that at that point in time because like it's, it's, it, it just changes the way that, cause people do it all the time. I mean, how, how often do people abuse the, you know, sex or, or physical or again, verbal, like it's, it, it's, 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 it's dark, man. That sucks. And it's and it's, it certainly it hurts. Yes. It's very effective. Uh we start we we came up well, giving it to others is another one. What do you mean by that? Well, if imagine you're in a relationship and all you ever do is say to your wife or say to your husband, "I love you. I love you. I love you." And you get like at best whatever. But then all they do is give it to their kids. Mhm. Mm. And they're, oh, and they're so uh, lovey-dovey with the, the kids. The thing that you desire so much. So much. They're giving to the mm, kids or yeah. with their girlfriends or their, their buddies. You know, they're piling around, high-fiving the guys, everything else. And then they come home and just look at their wife and then go into the kitchen. Mm. Yeah. So they not only do you not get it, but you see it being given to others. I mean, that's just. Mm-hmm. Would, wouldn't that be stealing or misusing it, though? Mm. No. 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 They are someone that you want affection from. Mm-hmm. A, you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. B, they're giving it to somebody else. So it's, you're not stealing it. You're not getting it, and you're seeing it being given to somebody else. Right. Gotcha. Is what I would say. Yeah. But how do we steal or misuse it? Well, we're not to there yet. Oh, we have an E. Then we have one last way. Oh, you weren't in on the E meeting. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 and it is not My the... Bad. It's not the, the electronic meeting. And it's not the George Costanza stopping short. Wasn't that his oh, move? Yeah. Stop <laughs> yeah. short. But... When you come in for a hug and somebody gives you the handshake, yeah, you know, you're like, I wanted the, oh, yeah, uh, I see, okay, now I feel right. Like yeah. right. We referenced it with the whole COVID thing, you know, but it can also just happen. And yeah. if, yeah, if you're in a relationship, an intimate relationship, and all you're getting is the general sort of, like you said, like a fist bump, or yeah, you come in, <laughs> you're like, we make love tonight? No, but I gave you pounds. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of pounds. You, well, you come in for a real hug, for example, and you get the polite hug. Right. Because the, tap, because tap, the tap spouse the is on you know on their way to something else right. or they it's, are it's dismissive yes yeah. it's dismissive yeah, stopping because, short of what you really yeah. yes not yes, in yes, the yes. moment it's we're, we're already past it yeah the there's not there's not a lot of yeah. authenticity in that <clears throat> yeah and so when any emotional need is not met you are supposed to openly and honestly and vulnerably communicate that and then your spouse is to mutually give that to you when that doesn't happen either you didn't ask right or they didn't give it to you we end up stealing or manipulating to have our emotional needs met, and that is very true with affection. How are some ways that we do that? Uh, well, one that I am guilty of is, and you know, this is probably the easiest way to know what <laughs> emotional needs you might have. How do you give um, affection or whatever emotional need to another person, right? So I definitely am guilty of if I want to hear... I love yous from Amy. I'm reaching out with the I love you. If I want physical, you know, a hug from Amy, 
You're forcing. I'm going in for a hug, right? So you want her to mirror what you want? Yes. 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 But in the long run. That does it. Like you're trying to steal it, but it doesn't oh, it actually does. meet it. Nope. Because what you really, I'll speak personally. What I really would desire is like for Amy proactive, independently. To be, yes, to to just man, she just wants to wrap me up because <laughs> she thinks I am awesome. You know. Yeah, and that and that's why the, when the we drop, steal the emotional needs, they never satiate. Yeah. Teasing about it. Sure. Ugh. What, wow. is the, what does that mean? Chris knows, apparently. <laughs> no, this one. No, 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 no. But I, I just, teasing's bad, right? <laughs> you, t- you tell your kids at school that all the time, right? That's right. No, I, I think it, it means um, if you're not getting that affection, then you are picking on the other person for it. Like, oh, why are you so cold? Or why are you? Right. That's that's a little more aggressive. Okay. The way, the the two examples I'll use, one is me and one is my brother. And you've, you've, both, you've all heard it. Because I will say to Rachel, hey, whatever, you know, and she's like, okay, yeah, no, the, you know, not. Mm-hmm. So give me affection. No, <laughs> it doesn't exactly go like that. And what I will say to her is, honey, do you realize how many women would love Line to be in up. your shoes right now? And my brother's line is, Jan, look out the window. <laughs> They're lining up. They're lining up, Jan, and you're the lucky one. You get to be first. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Jan always says to her, Go. <laughs> Rachel always says false, <laughs> but I'm just joking, right? Yeah, no, I'm not. Right? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm saying, why won't you treat me the way mm-hmm. I think many other people would? Mm-hmm. Now, you, that's not open and honest. That's right. not. That's not vulnerable. That's right. I'm teasing, well, but I'm not. Kernel of truth to every joke. Right. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Rough housing or physical play can yes. also be a way. Oh. Can you misuse it? I that love that Chris. Chris just reacts to each and every one of He's like, Tuesday. You know. Last <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> what do you mean? I, <laughs> oh, I, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I have wrestling Thursdays? <laughs> I get to wear a mask this week. <laughs> Oddly enough, it lasts longer when I wear the mask. She seems to be engaged. <laughs> False. <laughs> so Toro, go ahead and uh, tell us why you react. Yeah, no, just the honestly, it's just the um, the imagining of that, like the roughhousing or physical play, the 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 almost pushing yourself. Well, it is in a way pushing yourself on the other right, person, but in a non-affectionate manner. So right. it's okay. So it fe- right. So you're oh, we're just playing around. But maybe you'll glean some sort of physical affection from that, I guess. It's physical touch. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this could be even, like, with, like, one of your kids. Like, you're wrestling with their kids, and they don't want to be, like, Maggie loves to be tickled. Some kids hate to be tickled, and they don't want to have that put on them. Right. You know, and that can be, you know, really not, it's the opposite of affection. For me, this was my dad and my mother, 101. Mm. I mean, it was my dad, because... Again, my mother, not the most physically, verbally, wonderfully affectionate. Physically, no. Well, my dad, as he proved through later decisions he made in his life, had a very high need for affection. Mm. And so he would come up and he would shake her, you know, and I mean, he would, I mean, yeah, it was, (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, he'd pull her shorts down, like right in the kitchen, like, ah, like he pants her. Like with us in the room, not, not the least bit. And we're like, Dad, that's, don't do that. I think you just you know, stole something a from lot, Mom. A lot, a lot. Emotional so, needs. But, you know, like, I'll, I'll tackle Rachel or, you know, I'll wrestle with Rachel, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's, and part of it is play, mm-hmm. but it's also in that same category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, aggressive, harmful demands, manipulations. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't need a whole lot of yeah <laughs> descriptions, but so again, the 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 question is, how do we steal or misuse it? Just just to go. Oh, no, yeah, these aren't tips, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. How how do you steal or misuse it? And and aggressive, harmful demands or manipulations. Absolutely, and that and that's all different kinds of ways. I mean, there's the obvious. You know, if you look at things like rape and whatnot, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's taking it. That's 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 the worst. That's a big steal. But, it, you know, it, it can also be ways like, well, I always know that if I buy her something, she'll be more willing mm. to do this. Mm. Or if she drinks too much, oh, she'll be more willing mm. to do that, which, yes, technically that is still rape. But, you know. There's that kind of manipulation as well. It isn't because of it's an altruistic feeling. And again, the point is with all of these, it doesn't meet your need, Mm -hmm. even though you're getting, quote unquote, the acts of affection. Hey, the demands and manipulations. I I have dealt with a (laughs) group. Here I am being a pastor again. A grown ass man who just so happened to have moved back in at home at the age of 27, whose mother demanded that he come into her bedroom every night, say, I love you and kiss her on the cheek. And she would like call his phone if he was in the bedroom and say, you didn't do what I told you to do. Oh, my goodness. What do you think that made her like warm and fuzzy before she Mm. went? So that's a demand and a manipulation. It isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Kathy Bates and misery kind of stuff. Well, I mean, she didn't go into his room and lock him down. That would be. Or club his feet. You could see that happening. Oh, I would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I got like a phone call, I'd be like, all right, all right, makes sense. I'm not saying I predicted it, but I'm not also not shocked. And then just like giving it to others is the way we have ours not met, Mm -hmm. getting it from others. Yeah. And that is everything from pornography and prostitution, physical affairs, affairs, or Mm -hmm. the really understated one, which is emotional affairs. Mm -hmm. That's just, you know, and, and I love when people say, well, that's just the same as. No. It's different, but it can be equally as damaging. Mm-hmm. And I, I've dealt with people who have suffered from spousal spouses having emotional affairs, and it is catastrophic. And there's a billion reasons for it, but that's all we're you know. That person was trying to get their needs met from somebody else, mm-hmm. and that ain't that ain't right. Right. And when you let someone else, like when you are in a relation, I mean. Like anybody needs to be told this because I think we all know what a relationship is and yet they can get out of hand to the point where you feel like you need to reach out to somebody else. And when you have that emotional connection with another person, you are severing something with your spouse or whoever you're in a relationship with to the point where you are, I don't know, just like you're going to have a hard time coming back and then meeting those needs with your spouse, I think. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm staring off in the distance because I'm saying, "Are you severing, or has it been severed, and therefore you're going elsewhere?" Mm. But either yeah. way, neither's good, neither's right. productive, right? So when we are hurt, anything else you want to add to that, guys? As far as ways we try to steal it, Mm-mm. no, ways that it it's hurts. pretty comprehensive, I think. So this last section we do with each deep dive on emotional needs. Whenever we have an emotional need not met or taken from us. 
it is what we like to call a hurt. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the ways it hurts, but where does the hurt go? Hurts go in four different categories. Where, when our need for affection is not met or taken from us, uh, when we are hurt in that regard, where does it go in regards to fear? Uh, not believing we can ask for it. I'm afraid mm. of asking or putting myself out there. Yeah. The next, you know, you want to, you want to hold hands with your spouse and they pull the hand back. Yeah. Later on you want to hug and you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> just denied so many times. You just, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't want to commute. I'm not going to be vulnerable anymore because I've been hurt. Mm-hmm. That's like the, um, the example you've used before about, you know, the young couple walking through the mall or something and he goes to reach for her hand and she's like pulls it back. I mean, that's that's a deep scar. And that's probably something that'll, you know, affect him or her, you know, whoever's being wrong. Right. The next time they want affection, they're like, I didn't go so well last time. You touch that hot oven once and <laughs> the, you don't want to touch it again. And then you go to you go to a married couple where they're having problems in the relationship and. You know, the one wants to have sex and the other doesn't. And so imagine if they say, hey, listen, could, could we? And they go, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you ain't asking again. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you do, it's like it just keeps going worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Guilt, uh, the belief that one's actions have caused the lack of affection. Right. So if you're, again, in a fight with some, with your spouse or... Um, what I whatever I, well, I run I mean, out of, to, of examples, but I think that it's kind of like the pre uh, amble to, to the, the constitution to the fear <laughs> no to the fear because in that same same example of the um, like the prelude you mean like the the sorry <laughs> no I'm messing it up because no it's because an example I use when I teach. It's a whole um, hand where thing, the but there's a whole there's a right, whole well, it yeah. applies to each one right 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 that's right. what I'm trying to remember and so. The in that example, say you know the 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 guy reached like Brian switched it because normally it's the girl reaching out for the guy's hand, but the guy reaches out for the girl's hand. She says she doesn't let him hold her hand. Okay, how does that apply to guilt? Well, he thinks, oh, you know what? I was hanging out with the guys last night, and she wanted to go out, but I went out with them instead. And I'm such a jerk. I'm always spending time with my friends. Of course, she doesn't want to hold my hands. Or I made mm-hmm. I didn't let tell her that her dress looks nice. Mm-hmm. So therefore. I'm a jerk. Right. I don't deserve to have my hand held because Something happened. I screwed up. Yeah, prior to the event. And then the other the other sub bullet here is the feeling that one's asking for affection has caused it not to happen. So that's like huh. you feel yeah, that's you you feel like you're too needy? Sure. You're, ta- you're you're taking on the burden. Oh, I can't believe I asked. No wonder. I'm always asking. Yeah. I'm and so she, needy. I'm not well. And very often the other person can say, "Oh, I would have done it," but now that you asked, it's awkward. Mm. And like you're right, it's my fault. Mm. <laughs> I made it awkward. So, and I was going to take it right in. Sorry, go ahead. No, Brian. please. I was going to take it into self condemnation because yeah, I was going to say that, "Oh, I'm so needy. I'm not. I messed it up. I'm a bad person. I'm not worth it." And that's you know self condemnation, the feeling that one is not worthy of affection. And that, I think, is a more generalized thing. Guilt is probably more of a, I, you, you have a specific thing that happened or that I you did. I did something that it's caused reaction, it. Yeah. Right. And self-condemnation is more of just a generalized, I mean, it could have reasons in your own brain, too, but it's a more generalized, like, because of who I am, well, that's I don't deserve it. Guilt is what I did. Yeah. Mm. Self-condemnation is who I am. Right. And that can be broken down two ways. One is, as a person, who I am. I'm not worthy of that affection, whatever else. But since we're dealing with affection, it can be how I look. Mm. 
I'm just too ugly. Mm. I'm just too. It's not that I'm miserable or I am, you know, worthless. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm gross. I'm disgusting. Mm -hmm. And so Mm. therefore I'm not worthy of that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I'm not in good enough shape to have that person really care about me. And the last is anger. Not being able to see why the other can't meet your need for affection. So you're just so hurt. You're so hurt that they won't do it. What's wrong? Well, right. And the point is, you're like, well, maybe it's because, you, you know, you should feel guilty. You, you know, you can't see like, well, because they they don't have a high need for affection. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not where you are. Mm-hmm. So like if your needs an eight and there's this negative four, if they're giving you negative two, hey, yeah. that, that's got to be worth <laughs> something. Yeah. But you're so angry that your eight isn't being met. Mm-hmm. You don't even see that. You're like, come at me, bro. No, really. Come, come at me. Like you want, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of words in there that kind of made that awkward, but no, it, um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you're just, if you don't get your need for affection, you get blinded by not being able to see the other person and see, well, maybe they're, what's their story mm-hmm. and where are they? I want to add one little category is for somebody who is got a very high emotional need my heart breaks because i feel like they're always chasing the need that is almost you know that i never see them just be like ah they're always chasing it you give them the handshake they want the hug give them the hug they want the long hug you know they're they're always just everyone they meet they're trying to get that hug, trying to get that you know Mm -hmm. whereas other people you're like oh that was a nice hug thank you Mm -hmm. and so I, i just feel bad there's are you chasing the need or are you able to embrace? And I think that's a function of how high your need is and how much it's getting met. That brings up a whole can of worms, though, on like, is there is an emotional need insatiable? Can it be? Like, is that what you're saying? Like that? No, it's not what I'm saying. Okay. Great topic for a podcast, though. I like that idea. Or emotional needs. Can emotional needs be un... Can they, can they consume you? Is You know... Like, no matter what, it's not being met. We could open up that can of worms another time. My yeah. my quick reaction to that is, it is, at that point, no longer an emotional need. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's, it, meh, I don't know, we, we can look into that. Yeah, let's talk about that. I like Ooh. that. It's a good one. Well, with that cliffhanger, <laughs> we're going to end episode 153. Uh, thanks for joining us for our episode on affection and uh, if you can give us a like or a follow on social media and definitely visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com check out our relational needs questionnaire uh, find out what relational needs you need and uh, get someone who uh, you are in a relationship with to take it as well and then you can learn more about each other thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome see you next week bye bye See, I, I just don't know things. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? They're doing, uh, um, what is it? Little women. Little women. Little women. My goal is always to be more like Brian. The more she cries, the better. Tie on Chris affection. You just got me again, Jay. <laughs> what do you mean I have wrestling Thursdays? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, it lasts longer when I wear the mask. She seems to be engaged. <laughs> You're like, come at me, bro. No, really, come, come at me. <laughs>